I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on what God said to do. And I did it. I said I did it. And God did it. See what I'm saying? We got to do what God said to do. Remember Joshua stopped the sun from moving? Anybody remember that? He stopped the sun with his faith in God. Woo! Hello? What can't we do with faith in God? Nothing is impossible to him who... Thank you for those two weak beliefs. Nothing is impossible to him who... That's better. We did that for the drive-in church out here, too. We did drive-in church last uh, spring. When COVID hit, we did a drive-in church for like five weeks. Well, we live in the Northwest. You know how rain can hit around here, right? Oh, man. Every week, I'm like, Father, I'm believing for good weather. Rain, go away in Jesus' name. Sun, more sun in Jesus' name. Come on now. And while I'm doing that, I'm believing, I'm receiving the answer. Amen? Amen. And then I'm thanking the Father. Thank you, Father, for more sun, less wind. Come on, same thing. And guess what we had? Every Sunday for five weeks, beautiful weather. Except once when I went in my office and it rained. That was funny. It was perfect weather. We set up outside, it was beautiful. And I go into my office to change and I didn't even know it, it had downpoured for like 10 minutes or something. And I came out of my office and Don said, you don't even know what happened, did you, do you? And I said, no, what happened? He said, while you went to your office, it downpoured. We had to move everything in and then move it back out. I'm like, well, praise the Lord. It's beautiful again. And we had a beautiful service outside. That was fun. Actually, pretty fun. We had some beautiful times out there. Not something you want to do all the time. Uh, I don't know, my weather faith would have to work every week. And I, if someone else, Sarah, you got weather faith, right? Yeah. <laughs> weather faith, come on now. <laughs> you know, some people have faith for different things, stronger faith for different things. Some of the great stories I've heard from the healing revival in the 40s and 50s is uh, some ministers uh, who, who, who ministered in healing they, they would get cancers healed like this in their meetings. But other things, you know, once in a while, something would get healed. But cancer would just like, boom, 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 boom. It would just go. Other ministers told the stories how they, they, they had deaf ears just open. I mean, bam, 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 bam in their meetings. Deaf ears, deaf ears, deaf, open, 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 open all over the place. Come on now. We can move in different giftings, right? Different anointings. We can have faith stronger for other things. A lot of that, a lot of that is going to depend on what's on the inside of us, right? If I have strong faith for healing in my life, what have I been doing? I've been feeding on the Word of God. I've been planting the seed of the Word of God in my life. Hello? Some people have very strong faith for finances in their life. And they know God's going to supply no matter what, right? And they believe, and they're able to believe easily in that area. Why is that most of the time? Because they planted the Word of God in their hearts, and they have faith. What, is, what do we read? Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That's why I've said, be in Bible study on healing. That's why I said, get, a, get, a, get, a, get every subject of God down in your heart. 
be very literate on every, every subject, I don't know what to call it, but subject of God, right? Ha have a good understanding of grace and be able to operate in the grace of God. Come on now. Have a very good understanding of love. How do you get all those? How do you get all those? The Word of God. Faith works by love. God is love. F love never fails. And the, greatest, and the greatest of these is love. See, we go on and on quoting scriptures about love. Why is that? Because I put, I put scriptures in my heart about love. And so then I can operate in love, right? And we can operate with faith. The, the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Romans 5.5. 5. If you don't know that, you don't know that you can move out with love anytime you want to. You can move out with love anytime you want to. You can act in faith with love. I'll give you a story. I know you love stories, right? Yeah. I was just about to finish, but uh, you know, you know me. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. My pastor, told, some, of you, some of you heard this story, but my pastor tells this awesome story about love. And he, he was, uh, he was uh, in, in Bible school in Tulsa, where I went, uh, also the Bible school. And he was in his apartment. And, and, and below him, he was, uh, well, he was, he was in very poor apartments, right? He was in, in a, not a great part of town. It's all he could afford, right? So he said, below me, there was a, there was a, a man who, who would often abuse his girlfriend. And they would, they would, they would hear, um, you know, domestic, I guess you call it domestic violence, even though they weren't married, no. And so one day it was horrendous. He said, I, 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 we had to call the police. He had a roommate in his place. He said, we had to call the police. We thought she was going to die. So they call the police. They come. They find out the guy, they don't take him away. Now they take him away, right? Nowadays, that was back in the 70s. They didn't take the guy away. They left him there. Just broke it up, left him there. He comes up to, to my pastor's apartment, who's upstairs, he must have found out who called the police. <laughs> and he knocks on the door. Right? My pastor opens the door. And he's all red-faced. He's been drinking. He, 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 he's, he says, I'm going to kill you. Full of anger, full of hatred, full of the devil. Right? And, and my pastor standing there and went, I love you. And he melted. He melted. All his anger melted. His hatred melted. And he brought him in and he shared Jesus with him for four hours in his apartment. What if he didn't understand he could operate in love anytime he wants to? And he would have acted with, oh yeah, let's take this outside, boy. Let's go. I'll take you down. Well, it would have been a mess, wouldn't it? Probably both gone to jail. But instead, he acted with love because he knew the love of God had been shed abroad in his heart by the Holy Spirit. And he acted with faith. Come on. He acted with faith. And he spoke with love. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. 
We got to do what God said to do, saints. We got to get the word in our hearts and we got to speak it with our mouths. Don't let the devil steal it from you. Don't let the devil steal this teaching from you because he'll come and he's going to try and steal this. Remember, Jesus said the, the enemy comes immediately to steal the word from your hearts. He, he comes immediately to try and steal it. Right. And it's up to you to allow it to enter into your heart. And not allow the devil to steal it from you because he wants to steal it. Why does he want to steal it? Because if you get a hold of God's word, it's going to change you. And then you're going to go out and change other people. Amen. <laughs> you're actually going to produce fruit for the kingdom. And the devil does not want that. The devil does not want us to produce fruit for the kingdom of God. So that's one of the big reasons he says, shut your mouth and stop speaking the truth. Come on now. Don't let the devil steal this from you. Follow what Jesus said. Remember, Jesus said this. Jesus said what we're saying today. Believe in your heart and speak with your mouth. That's how we get saved. And Jesus knew what he was talking about, didn't he? You want to listen to the words of Jesus? Or would you rather listen to some guy who says he knows something? I'll take Jesus any day. <laughs> I've had people try and explain that all the way. Right? Christians. I'm like, this is what Jesus said. They're like, well, let's look at this in a little more, you know, theological matter. And let's... Let's get a little more in-depth on this. And no, oh, barf. I've told you before, in, 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 uh, at ORU, I was at college there, I've had, I've had, I've had doctors of theology. Several, they had several doctorates. Doctor in this area, doctor of the New Testament, doctor of the Old Testament, doctor of Hebrew, doctor of Greek, doctor, doctor, doctor. And I've sat in their class which was very sad. <laughs> now I, ORU has made a big turn. I believe they're serving the Lord much better than some of the, some of the things I saw there with that. I, I told you before, there was actually a guy, uh, a doctor of theology that, that became a Roman Catholic while he was there. And I oh, oh, that's not good. Come on now. So I've, had, I've, I've sat under these doctors of theology and I understood things that they did not understand. And then they tried to present a theological something on that verse. And I'm like, it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Why are you making it so difficult? You got too educated. Come on now. I love education. Amen. Education is good. Just get the right kind of education. Don't get the wrong kind of education. A lot of people go into cemetery, I mean seminary. They go into, I mean seminary, on fire for God. Woo! I'm on fire for God. I'm going to learn about God. I'm going to teach about God. My whole life is dedicated to God. I'm on fire for Jesus. Woo! And they come out of cemetery and they're like, ugh. Lukewarm. Oh, not on fire. Because they got taught how to do it. 
by the professors rather than by what God said. Right? Why, do we, why do I teach like I teach? I teach the Word of God. Because this is what matters. This is what matters. You follow this, come on. You follow this, you get the blessing. You follow this, you're going to see what God wants you to see. You're going to do what God wants you to do. Yes, there are things we need to study and get in depth on. Amen. But if you start twisting the scripture woo, to fit your theological opinion, watch out. Who's he's preaching now? Come on. Jesus knew what he was talking about. So we need to listen to what Jesus said. We need to look at Mark eleven twenty three and 24 and 22 and say, Jesus taught on faith here. What did he teach us? And then we say, that's what Jesus said. And, and so we have to hear what Jesus said. But more importantly, what do we have to do after that? Do what Jesus said. And as I said, most Christians won't do it. There's probably 80% here today that won't do it. But if you will do it, if you will do what Jesus said to do, you're going to see blessings. You're going to see miracles. You're going to look back and say, "Woo, God. Come on. I can, I've told you some stories. I can tell you stories. I can tell you many stories. Amen? Because we believed and we spoke with faith from our hearts. That's what Jesus said to do. So that's what we need to do, saints. Amen? Amen. Can I get some keys, please? Page. Don't you love Page. She had a good time yesterday wearing out her fingers on the piano. I wore out my fingers on the guitar. If you don't know anything about guitar, Brad certainly does. You got to get calluses on your fingers because those strings hurt. And I'm used to playing three songs on Sunday and then maybe getting some practice time in during the week here and there, but nothing major, right? And yesterday we played 17 songs so we wore out Paige's fingers or, or wrists or what? Your wrist, your wrist. Wrist get tired. <laughs> we had a good time. Hallelujah. Wore out Sarah's voice. Praise God. Use your talents for Jesus.